the plan. Get started to the opinions of Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Your, uh, your Texans whack a couple today. Somebody asked me, does that mean Nick Nick Mar- uh, uh, Nick Casario's? Are you feeling sad about this? No. What do you mean no? I, I would have I whacked that guy years ago. Honestly, I would have brought the whole the whole team back from last year. I think that was the move the Texans should have made. Did, did you see the latest run? Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know what the latest is. There's new stuff coming out every hour. What's what's the latest according to Fred? Uh, what's the latest according to the news today? Not me. I am not the news. I read the news and then talk about it, basically. Okay. So he apparently uh, was in a meeting and... He stormed out of the meeting after his suggestions were dismissed. Does he see himself as a player coach? Because it's been missed. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Daytona, you were leading for two-thirds of the race, and then you caused the big one. All right. We're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Or get us on Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Tyler Drew Scott, uh, and at, well, whatever it is. Should we even tell people about Juggalo? Yes, uh, Juggalo underscore Trey 48. But now you know who messed up the rewind, and that's okay. He's been doing really well. Trey, what what was the uh, what was tough about the rewind? Give us the breakdown. Why that didn't go as planned? Well, I, you know, I was um, I had a lot of stuff to do. I had some ads to pull, and um, I couldn't get it edited in time. But uh, that's on me. You did um, your best, though, right? Yeah, I did. I did my best in, in the in the time that I had. But that's on me. Um, you know, I got to coach better, and uh, I'll, I'll live from it. And uh, I won't. It won't happen you'll, again. You'll, you'll learn from it. I'll learn from it. Yeah, that's I'll right. Learn to live from it or whatever and uh i'll uh i'll fix it next time all right all right well that that was interesting so uh a couple things i wanted to get to we we, back in you know before the rona back before the world fell apart we used to go to vegas all the time right i remember it and guess what i just did booked a flight yeah i'll have my second roni shot by then I'm gonna be in Vegas. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be licking the handles of slot machines. Is what I'm gonna be doing. Well, I'm gonna put poker chips in my mouth. You know what? That's gross. It, it That's, is. That was a gross pre-run. And I've I won't seen do it. people do it, and it, it's just. And, you, and I, I know why they do it because then you won't try to take their chips. Well, because I don't want oh, chips that have been you, in some dude's mouth. You keep that one, Bubba. But no, I take them and then I'll stick them at the bottom of the stack and just never touch them because I still want the chips. But um. Well, here's a slot. If this were going to happen to me, I would lick the slot machine. A, you know how they have the, in the airport, they have the slot machine so that they want to hit you one last time before you get on the plane. Of course. And sometimes people get on there and they're, they're like, okay, I'm going to catch up here. And uh, 
And sometimes it's like, you know, I'm way up. I'm going to go ahead and just play some slots because I'm feeling good. And then they wind up losing. Well, a lady was at McCarran International Airport. She put 25 cents in a Wheel of Fortune slot machine. I feel like all the slot machines at McCarran are Wheel of Fortune yeah, slot and, machines. Well, I can't remember what hotel it is. It's also all Wheel of Fortune because, like, all night long if you're in the hotel, Wheel of Fortune. I hate it. I hate it. But uh, you're right. I think all of them at, at, at McCarran are. It might be Excalibur. Yeah, it might. I mean, uh, Excalibur is like the sexy Luxor. I think Planet Hollywood has a lot of uh, Wheel of Fortune slots. Okay. I guess it's a popular game. Yeah, it's, it's all over. You know what would make it more popular? Putting 25 cents in and winning 300000 on your way out of Vegas. I'd do it. Yep. Now I'd probably <laughs> extend my stay another night. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, if I hit 300000 in the slot machine in the airport, my ass is going right back to the strip, and I'm going to spend every damn dime of it probably. But, uh, and I'm staying at Bellagio just because. You know, I'm, no, I'm going you know to get a suite. No, I, you know where I was. I'm going to get a massage at the poker table when they ask. Oh, yeah. I, I never do that. I'm, I'm, a massage to completion? Well, you'd have to do that in a room. You, no. no not there. Not when you're a high roller. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you think those <laughs> chips stick together from other stuff. <laughs> I'm telling uh. you. High rollers do what they want, Tyler. Yeah. That, that's, that's how the world works. That's why they have those high-limit slots and you can't see in there. That's right. That's true. I'm behind the curtain. That's because there's usually some massage girl taking care of some guy's business in there while he's he's betting $1,000 a a slot. I don't think there's any Wheel of Fortunes in there, though. No. I'd be playing Baccarat. High-limit pie gal. Pie gal. gal. Where you you play for six hours and your your stack moves 20 cents. And you don't know how to play the game at all. I do know how to play pie gal. You just never win or lose. It's it's basically you're always pushing money. That's why all the the rich Asian guys play that because they'll put like $10 million on the table. And then if they have a bad night, they're leaving with like $9.9999 million. Yeah, you'd be the only white guy at the pie gal table. No, there's Russians there with gold teeth and oh, big oh, yeah. chains. Oh, and little mini giraffes. <laughs> this yeah. is my favorite game. Op- I always love, I has it. I always love to play the pie gal when I come here to Vegas. <laughs> or Vegas. Sometimes they're called Vegas. That is what they call girl who come and rub on me. Um, somebody, we talk about the nudes. Have you guys ever gotten nudes from female listeners that were worth viewing? What, what what kind of people? Do what you, are we snitches? What do you people you think we are? <laughs> what? Come on, man! No way! Never ever comment on something like that. Yeah. Does that imply if, you did get nudes, though? I'm saying if we did get nudes, we would never tell anyway. No, God no. And and of course we never have. No. I mean, I haven't. If you told, people would Lately. stop stin- sending you nudes, Trey. Yeah. That's how you get nudes, okay? That, that, just a little public service announcement. If you want women to send nudes to your phone, don't tell the world. Don't show them to your friends. I don't yeah, usually don't, tell people. You shouldn't show them to your... I'm a big believer in if, if a gal sends you... Like, if a dude shows you a, a nudes on his phone, I'm like, hey, man, that's, that's your business, man. I'm not looking for... I get mad when famous people get their nudes shared on the interwebs. What's that girl from uh, Hunger Games? Je- um, Jennifer Lawrence. I, I Jennifer felt Lawrence. sad for her when her nudes were put on the internet. The fappening? Yeah. yeah. I really felt sad for Hope Solo. I don't like that. Oh, 
Oh, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel bad. I feel like uh, – Not that I saw him, but just from what I hear about him. Women share the – and I, I, I just think that the more men share what they get from women, the smaller the pool of women is they're going to be willing to share. What just if it's vice versa? Like if you sent nudes to a chick, Trey? And, and she, she showed her girlfriends. I would think that was pretty wicked of her. Yeah. I would too. Unless, unless it was a very flattering picture and she was saying, look what I'm having. It was then, a flattering picture. And then in turn, the friend said, I'd like to get some of that. And then, then you maybe had, we both can and then at you the had, same time. If you had a threesome with those girls, it would be okay, Trey. Yeah. It, would be, it would be worth it. That would be wicked in a good way. But otherwise, no, I'm against it. Yeah, me too. Good, you're a good man. Yeah, I, I don't really know the point of peen pics. I would go grab something off Pornhub that looked, you know. You never share nudes, right, Trey, that gets sent to you? Of course not, no. That's right. revenge porn, and I'm not going to prison. No. I don't even think you should keep nudes if they get sent to you, Trey. You should just enjoy them once or twice and delete them. That's I mean, that, fair. That's the right thing to do. If that had ever happened, that would be the move, right? You'd check them out a couple times and then delete them. Yeah. What if it's like Beyonce? Like if Beyonce texted you? Yeah, what if it was somebody like Beyonce or of equal hotness? You wouldn't save those? I don't know. Uh-oh, fire alarm just went off. I, I, well, that was planned, Trey. You got an email about it. Yeah. There was going to be a fire alarm today. <laughs> I don't know. If, if Beyonce sent me nudes, I don't know that I would keep them. I think that'd be inappropriate. Interesting. She's, well, she's also a married woman, and I don't need Jay-Z coming down here and trying to whoop my ass. Well, that's I, the, yeah, that's the flip side. It, that's it, really the last thing I need. You know, when, it, when it's married women, too, you have to be very careful about that. You've got to delete them a lot faster. Right. Or, again, so I hear. I mean, I, I don't know anything about this in real life. I, I'm, ju- I'm just going on what I've read in magazines. Would you that. save your own that you'd taken to send to, like, women? I don't take nudes to send to women. Yeah, oh, that's right. You're married. Personal. Yeah, I'm a married man. But, but guess hypothetically. what? Hypothetically. Even when I was wooing my wife, I never was like, oh, you know what will get her going? A naked picture of me. No. Right. No women want that. Are you sure? They want flowers and money. Well, that too, but are you sure that they, they don't want they it? Want it? They want you to take them out to a meal at a place that's not Chili's. Well, that's a good... And, but Chili's or Olive Garden. Or Olive Garden. Yeah, they want you to take them out to a nice meal, buy them a drink or two, and in exchange, they give you nudity. Right. That's the way the world's worked for years and years and decades and centuries. Going back to ancient times. Right. Women trade nudity for goods. That's the way the world works. It's, it's the oldest perfection in the world. It's the oldest perfection in the world, Trey. You're right. Wait a minute. How do we go from women sending us nudes to them becoming prostitutes? Trey? No. Well, oh, that's a good point. It's yeah, not prostitution. I, I, I think that's a leap. No, because it's not. We don't like to. If it's direct pay for nudity, that's different. But, like, really dating, what it is, is you're trading Money for eventual nudity. That's what dating is, okay? It just can't be, you know, a direct, here's money, let's have sex. That's a crime. But, hey, here's dinner and a movie, let's have sex. That's not a crime. No. Now you know. Right. Thank you for explaining. You're welcome, buddy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Rain Man says flowers and a good credit score. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Hey, that goes a long way. Yeah, it does. It does. A good credit score will, you know, I, I, your odds of, of getting action go way up. 
I mean, I, just like your score. So if your score is 529, you have a 52.9% chance of getting laid. Yeah. If it's 810, 81%. I mean, I, I, I read that in a magazine. So there. <laughs> 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776 if you wish to text the show. And um, I got something I want to get into when, when we come back. Um, that I think is one of the – we talk all the time about iconic questions. This is a big one, and this will determine more about you than whether or not you send nudes. Okay. And – which I have never received ever from any listeners. All right. Quick break. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. You're listening to Late Hits on you're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Sam Houston Race Park. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, live here at Sam Houston Race Park for uh, racing tonight at uh, at the track. And uh, just having, having a little fun here. Uh, Juggy Trey filling in. For Aaron today, who is off drinking beer and doing fun stuff. And there's not an actual fire, right, Trey? I, uh, I don't think so. Okay. I think we're good. All right. All right. Yeah, Trey's only an hour ahead of time on things, so everything's good. All right. This is one of those big questions. I would. Who am I talking about? I don't know. Whoever it is, though, well, I would. You know my answer if it's <laughs> yeah. female. If it's female and breathing and likes peen. All right, what's the big question? Crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Oh, man, that is a tough one. I'm, I'm fine with either. Uh, I typically prefer crunchy. Okay. Tyler? At, like AJ, I'm okay with either, but I prefer creamy. I also prefer creamy. So, if you prefer crunchy, you're more of an optimist. <laughs> well, you know me. Uh, I'm as optimistic the as they right come. The there. Yeah. Uh, here, Everyone here, calls me that all the time. Uh, you know who's a real uh, positive thinker? That AJ. <laughs> I, I think I've heard that never. Never. But um, personality traits for people who like creamy. Uh, you know what? Take us a break yeah. real quick, Trey. Anthem. Right now. This is Heisman Trophy winner and College Football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. You're listening.
listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Sam Houston Race Park. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, live here at Sam Houston Race Park. And apologize for that, but they were playing the anthem and... uh, we respect the anthem, so... They play the anthem before the sports match games here. Yeah, and and last time we were here, they didn't do it. So, I wasn't sure. Uh, first post, 6.45. They usually do it 30 minutes before, so this was about 27 minutes before. Usually, we time our break so that it works, but we didn't know they were going to do it. So, that's why we disappeared on you. While we're in the middle of a very important conversation. Uh, <laughs> about what peanut butter says about your personality. Well, here's right? what it says about Tyler's personality and my personality. You're more of an early bird and more introverted. Uh, well, you are more of an early bird. I am I an am. early bird, but I don't. You're definitely more. You're definitely less introverted than I am. Yeah, I would say uh, it's correct because you're the early bird and I'm more introverted. Yeah, but I'm I'm not introverted. I'm the opposite of introverted. Well, Maybe I know, that's what I'm saying. And I'm, this, not a, I'm not an early bird. This okay. is a crazy thing. But maybe what kind of peanut butter you prefer has nothing to do with your overall personality. I know that's option C, and it's kind of wild, but that's my theory. How, that's a bold how, theory, Cotton. How dare you say that? How dare you say These people did research, man. I get it that they're scientists and all. They, but they, did, uh, they examined 2,000 Americans and their well, peanut butter. That's a pretty big sample size. You know, that, that probably... You know how they did it? They said... We want to know what kind of peanut butter you like. Click here to tell us. And they sent out a mass text, and that's just the morons that clicked on it. Yeah. We talked about this earlier. They got scammed, Fred. It's all nonsense. Um, I, 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 I've always said peanut butter is one of my Achilles heels things. I can't have peanut butter in the house. What, what do you mean? Like if, I, if there's a jar of peanut butter, I'll start scooping it right out of the jar. Direct? Like by itself? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, crunchy less so. I can, I can, I'll go for crunchy if I don't have creamy. But if there's creamy peanut butter in there, I, I mean, that whole thing's going to be gone. So I can't have it in the house. It's like ice cream. Now you, put, you put some ice cream in there, dude, I mean, I'm scooping the crap out of that. So I, I, I can't have them. But I do prefer creamy. You have no self-control is what you're saying. Yeah, that's the two things I have no self-control with. Well, that and vodka, but, you know. Wow. We we know all about that. Hey, um, shout-out to our buddy Jake Asman. He did a nice job today uh, filling in for Josh Innes. I got good feedback about old Jake. Yeah? Yeah. That's good to hear. He's a good dude. Um, And he was was talking at the end of his show, and I wanted to get this, but did you see the, the story about how the alternate ending for Titanic, how awful it was? No. Oh, okay. Is, I mean, if it's if the alternate ending was the boat didn't sink, that'd be weird. Well, no, it was the old lady uh, at the end. But apparently, apparently they they show what happened, and it has that necklace, and it's all they're trying to keep her from throwing the necklace. It's just terrible. I'm glad it was an alternate ending. Okay, uh, but at some point you should check it out because it's it's pretty bad. So. Uh, 713-780-3776. If you, uh, you wish to get in on the text line, we will be happy to, uh, read your text. So, uh, I've got, I've got an interesting story for you. I've been meaning to get to this all week. Did 
you, you know how the old people, and I'm not doing it yet, but I will be soon because I'm old. I used to walk six miles in the yeah. snow to go to school. Uh, that weather we had last week, that was the weather that, that people like you walk to school in. Yeah, every day. Yeah, every Uphill day. both ways. Uphill both ways. Uh, carrying my little brother on my shoulders. Unbelievable you were able to do that. And, and, and yeah, and, and the little kid next door who couldn't walk, I had to carry him. Because uh, he had polio? Yeah, no, he had typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> um, a 90-year-old woman actually did walk six miles through the snow to get her vaccine. Wow. Um, yeah, to... Uh, if this story ends with her dying of pneumonia, I'm going to be really disappointed. Uh, uh, no, I, you mean you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed if she doesn't die from pneumonia. Uh, but to get her coronavirus vaccination last weekend, Francis H. Goldman, 90, went six miles on foot. It was too snowy to drive when she took out her hiking poles, dusted off her snow boots, and started out from her home in the Seattle neighborhood of View Ridge. Um, and uh, she basically made it to the Seattle Children's Hospital. Seattle, much like Houston, uh, like you wouldn't think it because it's a northern city, but Seattle is like Houston that w- getting snow is kind of a rare thing, especially a large amount of snow. Well, so I, they, it's they less struggle. rare than here. I mean, they'll get it like once a year. Maybe. They struggled with it there, too. Typically, you'll get it in the, like the suburban area, like around the mountains. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, but, but, there on the uh, on the sound, it doesn't happen yeah, very often. The closer you are to the water, uh, and that's it's kind of weird how that that part of the country is pretty far north, and like Vancouver's kind of the same way, and it really doesn't get that much snow. Right. But um, but yeah, so she uh, she hoofed it six miles in the snow to get her both ways or six miles one way. Ooh, that's a good question. No, it, it was totally it was six miles total. So three miles there, three miles back. Okay, that's not that bad. Nah, you know that's less impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she did walk six miles, but it was only it's only three to get there and three to get back. That's barely a five k. Yeah, toughen okay. up, old broad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't care if you're ninety. If, if, yeah, eh, get out of here. Oh, look at me! I walked. Oh, you want a prize? You know what your prize is? You get to live you get another the day. vaccine. You get to live another day. Yeah, I, I mean, the better ending would have been, yeah, she caught cold and pneumonia. <laughs> that would have been horrible. It. Yeah. But uh, anyway, just, just those stories that you, you, you tell your children sometimes, you know, sometimes they're true. Um, there's a couple of things that J.J. Uh, Watt has reported, reportedly received offers from multiple teams and came out yesterday like the so far the number seems to be around 15 to 16 million that's, that's what we all figured right yeah i mean it, it that's i mean i i don't know if it, it depends on where he goes like if he's going to take less money to play someplace where he might win something but uh he he's got until march 17 so he he's got plenty of time but if he gets six, 15 16 million and I, I, I mean, he, it's only a, a slight drop off of what he was going to make here, and he gets to play for an actual contender. That's a that's a big win for him. You know, if he plays for the Bills, he may have to walk six miles in the snow. He might, and God, well, then we'll read a story about how brave he is and how much he cares about football. <laughs> that is a JJ Watt type story, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, out here roughing it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be. So. And so he says, snow in Seattle isn't that rare if she has snow boots and ski poles. Well, well that she had to dust them off, it says. <laughs> and I'm just going off the people that I know who live in Seattle who have told me as much. Mm. 
Well, I mean, I, I and think, as someone who spends a bit of time in that city, I've never been there while it was snowing. You know what? I've I'll say this: I've been in Vegas when it snowed more than I have Seattle. I can I have too. Um, I don't like it when that happens either. Yeah, although the snow they get there, it's just it's just it's a dusting, but it's still I don't like I don't like it. I want it, Vegas to be comfortable. It feels weird, and it looks weird. I don't go there for that. Yeah, but the one difference is Vegas, you don't really have to go outside. That's true. Unless you want to. I mean, we... we and I remember that when it's like 105 degrees outside. I'll just yeah. stay inside the entire time. And Well, I mean, we tend to bounce around a little bit on that side of the strip when we're staying at MGM and like go to Mandalay and things like that. And so you have to go outside briefly, but it's not that long. So... Um, IOT says, we just froze, so why the bleep is my garage filled with mosquito hawks? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, Aren't mosquito hawks good that they eat mosquitoes? Yeah, but where's the mosquitoes? I don't know. Hopefully well, yeah, non-existent. Right you wouldn't now. have mosquito hawks if you didn't have mosquitoes, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do mosquito hawks just die if there's no mosquitoes? Maybe they. What do they do in the off season? I don't know. Do they hire? They, uh, they migrate yeah. uh, to the south. Uh, you know what? They do what Ted Cruz did. They get on a plane to Cancun. Maybe that's the move. A uh, couple things. Uh, dude, ain't one blitzer making it to ninety? Yeah, I, I could see that rain man. And then he also says, "Let's be honest, Fred's already dead." Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me if we found out something about Fred that, like, he's sort of been changed somehow and you've got some sort of potion in you that's keeping you alive or at least fooling us into believing you're alive well i could be a vampire an elixir no he's got a, a necklace like the uh <laughs> like melisandre <laughs> yeah see, that's what that scarf is yeah. it's uh, covering up his necklace. yeah but if it were her i would actually still be attractive and not i don't i look like her without the necklace is the problem right but the your your normal form is even more hideous that's that's the terrible thing yeah. uh don't think it could be <laughs> don't think it could be i i mean i don't think i could be more hideous so uh still current with so fred can you quickly scale the point system for nick casario We'd like to know the details. Example, trading Deshaun and getting a good deal is worth four points. Keeping David Johnson on a big deal is minus three points. See, everything has to be judged in the moment, right? There's not one where I can say, if he does this, this will happen. It's like once he does it, then I'll say, oh, that's four points. Yeah. You'll know it when you see it. It's like porn. You'll know it when you see it. When you get to the right one on the hub, that's when you stop. Yeah, exactly. So... That that's how the scale works. I, I judge him on every move as we go forward. What would you say his max rating could be by the time the season starts? Uh, max rating? Uh, hmm. Well, if he makes a great Deshaun trade, I might give him four points. If he fires Jack Easterby, that would be a four pointer. But then he'll do something stupid to bring. It. I'd say the max is seven. Okay. The more realistic number for him is a high three and a half okay well everybody's got goals and and five being average right and he's sitting currently at one and a half yes okay yes it seems unfair that you started him out at zero well i know but that's the thing i feel like you should have started him out as a five no because he's not average yet he has to earn his way to average okay 
You know, you, you can't just say, oh, we're hiring. Like, what, is David Cully suddenly a five? No. David Cully starts at zero. All right. And, you know, he made some good assistant hires. So, who's higher right now, David Cully or uh, Nick Casario? Uh, Nick Casario because he's actually made some moves. Okay. So, 1.5 to 1. All right. Uh, I, gave, I gave David Cully a, a, well, and I graded his press conference. And he got he got no points for that. Okay, so well, that's too bad. I only gave him a point for Lovey Smith, even though I don't. And see, it was hard because I don't think he actually hired Lovey Smith. I think Nick Casario did that, but I don't know if I can give Casario a point for that yet. See, it's very difficult to judge these things. What you have to do is is wait to see what happens, and then you give him a score. Fair enough. You know, it's it's not like uh, you know, it's not it's one of those things where it, it's like going to a gymnastics thing you got to see the routine before you can give them a score the todd on twitter is asking about my son's basketball team the third grade 76ers are still winless um they are in the on saturday they will play the consolation bracket playoffs uh and in the first round apparently there was a team worse than them because they're the third seed out of four (laughs) so there must have been another team of of small white kids uh, that got beat worse than the 76ers did. But the Sixers play the Cavs, and that was the team that they almost beat where Holden's shot got waved off. So there's a revenge factor. I, the, the Sixers may win a game this season yet. It's still, it's still possible. But if, if they lose on Saturday, then well, there's no, there's no uh, consolation to the consolation, and it will just be, have been a lost season, Todd. But thank you for asking mm-hmm. Uh, still, Curtin asks, where's Cal on this scale? That's, Cal, that's where I wish we still had the uh, Animal House drop. He's gone full 0.0. <laughs> and, if I, and at some point, I may decide that you can be a negative on the scale. But as of now, 0.0. I, I, I can't imagine being any worse. So, so we said I played Consolation Bracket in fifth grade. Final score was 12-11. We lost. Well, I I think the uh, the final score when they played the Cavs last time was seven to six. Okay, so what, seven to eight. What are you setting the uh, over under? I would say the total is going to be set at thirteen and a half. Okay, and I would say the Cavs are minus two in this one. Okay, I'll take under. Okay, and I'll take the Cavs. To, well, no, I'm going to take under and and your Sixers. You think the Sixers cover, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a correlated thing. If I'm going to play the under, I got to take the dog, right? Well, the gonna... Sixers have gotten better on defense as the season went on. The Sixers implemented a two-three zone uh, after getting blown out thirty-two to nothing and twenty-eight to four. And since implementing the zone, scoring against them has gone down dramatically. Were they who put the zone in? The coach. Yeah, but didn't you help with that though? Wasn't that your idea? I I helped uh, I helped implement it. Yes. Okay. Wasn't my idea. All right, but you helped him. I helped him to teach them how to do I, it. I'm just trying to give you all the. No, I don't. I get no credit for that. Okay. No. Says getting rid of Jack has got to be the way to get max points, even more than trading Deshaun. It just it depends on the situation. If it's he has no choice and has to get rid of Jack because pictures come out of Jack naked in the shower masturbating while looking at pictures of Deshaun Watson, then then that you don't get a lot of points for that, right? No, not much. And if, if he just says, you know what, i got to get rid of this guy so I can try to keep Deshaun Watson, then he'll get more points for that. 
mean, you have to judge it on a scale of, and, and you know what? I'm going to call this the, the Easterby scale, not the Casario scale. Okay. No, I'm going to call it the Casario scale because it started with him. Uh, East, Easterby, there's really no way for him to dig his way out. Yeah, I mean, there? Easterby's a 0.0, and the problem is his 0 and Cal's 0, if they do anything good, they're probably not even getting a half point. Right. They're, they're so buried in the hole. Yeah. And, and so even without negatives, it's, it's like the video game when you run out of power and, and then it gets way into the red. It's still 0, but their red is so far to the right. left. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it's just not going to happen. So... Uh, Deshaun, I'm going to go with six right now. I think Deshaun's at a five for me. Yeah, which, I mean, as a player, he's accomplished a lot, but he also only won four games last year, and now with all this going on, I think he's a six. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at about a five. I'm extremely fed up with his stuff. And, I mean, I'm with you. I think he's a good player, but he also did go 4-12. and 12, So it's not like we can say he's a 10. He's not a 10. Patrick Mahomes is a 10. Yeah. And even he lost a friggin' Super Bowl, so maybe he's a 9.5. Yeah, I think you lose a half point for that. But, I mean, he's, yeah, he's still close to the, the max. So, but Deshaun, like, at his best is maybe an 8. Uh, right now, he, he's a 5 for me. Okay. I'm going to go with six. I'm going to go with... Uh, you know what? Deshaun blocked me on Twitter. He's a four. How about that, Deshaun? You have, if you, un- you unblock yeah, me you on Twitter... You know what? I, I think on your scale, he should be lower. If Deshaun wouldn't have blocked me on Twitter, maybe he'd be a five. But right now, he's a four. Okay. Nick Martin. Uh, I don't have a scale for him anymore. He's not my concern anymore. <laughs> okay. He's dead. All right. Oh, there's your favorite sound, Yeah. Uh, the horses are coming onto the starting track. And, uh, guys, i got to tell you about Carbach. Uh, Aaron, part of his big weekend where he had to take a day off to get it started. He's going to be at Carbach tomorrow celebrating his, the day of his brother's birth. Uh, Carbach, a great place to go celebrate. Great place to go have a couple beers with your friends. And they've got something for everyone in their lineup. You want the, uh, the light and refreshing like Love Street, uh, an everyday drinker like Crawford Bach. They've got tons of IPAs. And they've got some stuff on the wall there that you can't find anywhere else, some barrel-aged beers and stuff like that. And if you're not into beer, well, you're weird, but that's okay. They've got the, uh, the ranch water there as well, which is basically a, a hard seltzer. It's got a, an agave lime flavor, really great by itself. Or as a mixer with some tequila, I've found that it's delightful. Uh, and they've got some new flavors coming out soon. Eric will be with us on Monday to sample those, and they'll be available to the public very, very soon. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Get out there, have yourself a meal this weekend. And if you can't make it out there, that's all right. Get out to a grocery store, get out to a bar, have yourself some Carbot. This is the Blitz. Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. Listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Sam Houston Race Park. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. All right, we are out here at Sam Houston Race Park 
we're wrapping this bad boy up. We're going to go into the weekend on a good note. Right, Trey? Are you ready? for? Do you know what we do uh, this time every Friday? Yeah, stupid stuff. Right. Is it ready? Is it, is it? Yeah, it'll be ready. It is ready. It's ready right now. Yeah, it's, it's ready. But we still have like a, a few minutes, right? Well, let's hit it, and then we'll wrap up afterwards. How about yeah. that? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Sounds good. Action. Yeah. Stupid stuff. We've said this week. You know, I know Casario's only been here a month or so, so I, I mean, he still has time to prove that he's not a dumb, but he hasn't done anything yet. Show me that. And frankly, just listening to him talk, he's so stiff. It's like, I am artificial intelligence and not great AI either. I'm just going to point it that way. Not not like Stephen Hawking AI. No. Be. Like a glitchy kind. Yeah. Like the kind who said, I will trade Deshaun Watson for two second round picks. <laughs> know if it's cryptic i think it's more of him being just a smart ass of hey that's kind of all i took from my schooling it's the only thing i took from the third installment of the star wars uh, second star wars thing we're talking about the mitochondrion that's all the thing i, I thought that was the mandalorian no that's those are midichlorian midichlorian same midichlorian. thing yeah. okay it's a mix between mitochondria yeah. and mandalorian is the midichlorian <laughs> coming into this season the offensive line was expected to be vastly improved. It leaps and bounds. And Senio was at least one bound of that leaps and bounds, right? Nah, maybe a half a bound. Half a bound? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah because, I, you know, leaps, when you say leaps and bounds, leaps are the big ones, right? Yes. Bounds are the okay ones. He was not quite a bound, but he wasn't, you know, he was a half bound. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, if you're keeping Nick Martin, you better redo that deal. That guy can't be making that much money. No way. And, okay, did that count at 4 11? Are we going to count that one? It was pretty weak. I'm not it going was, to judge. It was, it was weak. It slipped. I'm going to have to count it and just, again, it's like a half a bound. Okay. If we're going to do it that yeah, way. That's fair. Yeah. Fair. I mean, he's looking at it as like, hey, I got my deal. I'm a franchise quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go out and win a bunch of games. Guess what? He didn't. I mean, that. Well, I mean, you, you four don't. is a bunch. And some, like, if you saw four bananas, you'd say, that's a bunch of bananas. That's too many bananas. I can't eat that many. But that's a bunch. It is, I guess. I thought six was a bunch. I think four is, is counts as a bunch. Five or more is supposed to be a bunch. Really? So if you buy four bananas, what do they That's call according that? according to Quora.com. Okay, well, what, is, what do you call four bananas? That a are- few. Three or four is a few. Five or more is a bunch. Ah, see, I thought it was six. I thought there was an actual number. Six is a half dozen. So you <laughs> Really? But I, anything five or more is a bunch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this comes, you know, less than a month after uh, Greg Manx was released, so... The Texans are, I, he was a half-bound too, right? Yeah, this year, though, he really didn't do much of anything. He was like more of a quarter. Yeah, he was quarter a quarter-bounder. Bound. Yeah. Okay, quarter-bounder. Yeah. Uh, no cheese. And real quick, before I give you my walking take, AJ, we got to congratulate Bubba. He's uh, getting married on Saturday. I didn't get an invite. I me either. Neither did I, but I'm just saying, Bubba's getting married. All right, man. Hey, man, been a long time. I ain't seen her since family reunion when we were kids. Arkansas, baby. <laughs> it's called a bunch when bananas are paired together. Well, that's what I thought they came in a thing of six. Like I thought that's what they grew as. A single banana is called a finger. A grouping of attached fingers make up a hand of bananas. Hand. Multiple hands that grow in a cluster are called a bunch or a stock of bananas. So the ones you're buying at the grocery store, you're that's a hand. a hand of bananas. They grow as a bunch. Oh, okay. Well, that's too many bananas. All right. So they didn't win a bunch of games. You were right. <laughs>
Well, no, they didn't. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm sure they didn't even win a full hand of, of games. No, but I. But they, again, like Aaron says, they won a few yeah. stupid stuff. We said this week. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a, uh, some of the topics that we came up with this week. Well, we did learn about uh, that bananas, if you buy a, a, a grouping of bananas at the grocery store, that's considered a hand of bananas. Yeah. And not a bunch, because a bunch of bananas is like... Five, five or six. No, a bunch of bananas is like what grows off the tree. But then I thought that was a bushel of bananas. So I don't really know. I, what's, what we've learned this week is we don't know anything about bananas. Yeah, it's probably true. But you know what? There's only so much room in my brain for things, and I'm okay. Exactly. I'm okay with not knowing about bananas. Well, and you've done a lot of methamphetamine, so there's no, probably less room in your no, brain than I've, there used to be. I've done a lot of alcohol and a lot of weed, so there's definitely less well, room. Yeah. But, yeah, no, no meth. Sorry. Okay. Well, no heroin. Well. No opioids. No fentanyl. I've never done fentanyl. I'm not that brave. Yeah, I don't really want to take something that's going to kill me. I read all the time. Oh, uh, they did uh, fentanyl that was like the size of a grain of salt, and they died. Like, at what point do you say, oh, this is going to be a real fun night. We're going to do fentanyl. Well, uh, I, that doesn't sound fun at all. Listen, AJ, at I- least coke and heroin, like there's an amount you can take that it feels really good. Well, fentanyl, it's like, oh, you take the smallest amount possible and you die. There's no fun in that. Well, Whoever made that drug went overboard well here's what i don't understand i'm I'm a bit of a businessman what business do i want to run that kills people unless it's a one-time use thing unless i own a cemetery plot too i don't know i mean that's the only thing if i own a cemetery we want answers mr fentanyl yeah what was your long plan yeah so if what's the long game here how about this if there's a fentanyl dealer out there Call us Monday and tell us what your plan is, because I'm just curious. Well, I don't think it's the deal; it's the manufacturer. That's what. Okay. I, honestly, if you're a, if you're a fentanyl user, what's your long term plan? Death, right? I mean, the, you know a couple. Well, Trey's oh, from Baytown; he knows plenty. Yeah, I might know one. Do you know people who have survived taking fentanyl? No. No, it usually doesn't work that way. What's the drug of choice in Baytown these days? Is it still meth, number one of the power rankings? I got to say, yeah, it's probably meth. Yeah. There, is there any meth, like, around your trailer area? No, no, zero chance. I am, I am meth-free for now. But I mean, like, in the surrounding trailers. It's only your family, though, right? Uh, no, my family does not do meth. Uh, but what I'm saying is you don't live in, like, a regular trailer park. You have, like, a plot of land with trailers on it, right? Yeah, there's, like, two trailers. So it's only your family on this plot of land. It's just me. Oh, you've got two trailers now? Yeah. Did you inherit a second trailer? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think I'm going to renovate it and then, uh, you know, rent it out. And it'll still be right next to your trailer? Yeah, I'm hoping to get a woman who would live back there, ideally. Right? Yeah, right. So. No, I mean, that's you're supposed to say, no, I'm not going to rent it out to a meth head. No, I'm not. Well, I mean, if they can make meth the payment. Meth heads don't pay their rent on time. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to rent it out to a meth head. Have you considered combining it with your trailer and having a quadruple wide? Um, no. Like that taking, down some, taking down some walls? I haven't thought of that, no. Uh, the, the other trailer is, like, across the driveway, so I, it would be hard to combine you them. Can't, I mean, doesn't it have wheels? Um. No, I don't think so. I think you got to put it on a flatbed. Well, what kind of? I mean, what kind of mobile home isn't mobile? 
It's not. It's. I don't know. It's a good question. Huh? Does your trailer have wheels? No. Did you sell them at some point? No, no. We ne- The trailer never had wheels. It was always on the ground. So. Has the trailer game changed since I was a kid? Used to the trailers had wheels underneath. Well, these trailers are like actual homes. So yours, like, got, it's like a, a manufactured home that got built on the spot. Yeah. Or it got built somewhere else and hauled in on a trailer. It got built somewhere else and hauled in on a trailer. Okay. All right. So. So it's kind of a fancy mobile home there, or a fancy trailer. Yeah, it's really, you, you would have saw, um, anytime you want to come by and hang out, AJ, uh, you, you'll, I think you'll be impressed. Okay, I might come out there uh, one day soon. I got a hot tub, but you, only you can sit in it, because I don't sit in hot tubs with dudes. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. You won't sit in the hot tub with me? No, I don't think so. What if there was some chicks in there, too? Okay, that, that works. It as long as the dude-to-chick ratio is better than one-to-one? Yeah. Okay. That's right. fair, though, don't you think? I think that's fair. It'd be weird if you and I got in a hot tub together by ourselves. It would be like a South Park episode, I would imagine. So. All right. Well, Trey, how do you feel about how today's show went? I did on okay. A, I had on some... a scale of one to ten, what would you grade yourself? Uh, a 6.3. Okay, so there's room for improvement, you would say. Yeah, big time. There's a lot of girls who have come out here at the race park and said, hey, is Trey here? No. And we've had to tell them no. So just know there's a lot of girls asking about you, Trey. Nice. Uh, I feel a whole lot better. I'm going to bump myself up to a 6.4 after that. Congratulations. I think you talking about uh, how you've got a really nice mobile home and you've got a, a jacuzzi and a Ford Raptor. And you've got a girl who's like friend zoned, kind of. That's that's turning them on. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. So yeah. All right. Well, Freddie, what's the big winner? Whoops. Oh, what? I have to go back and look because you know I, I do. I You're do throwing darts tonight, aren't you? No, I, I I remember liking my picks, but I haven't had a chance to look today because, like you, I was actually working. Okay, it um, happens. Yeah, and so I did see the the mock, or is that the uh, the. What do they call that? The soft launched website? What is it? Uh, it it's a mock. It won't. It'll be soft launched soon. That's that. That that is actually going to the developer to turn into the actual website. All right. Well, it looks so, good. It looks fancy. It, it is, and uh, uh, Nina did a great job on it. She designed it for us, uh, and it, it's going to be great. We're we're yeah. There's still a lot to do on it, obviously, before we're ready for launch. But uh, uh, I'm I'm really thrilled with how it turned out, and can't say enough about the job that she and Jerry Bo have done on that and we've got a really good really good team with uh them and Patrick Creighton who you will hear next on late hits Trey and uh lawyer Dave have all been uh, my partners in this along with some other folks and uh uh it, we've come a long way with it and I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting it launched and seeing what the people think of it and it's it's going to be um it's going to be a fun fun site I mean we're going to have serious stuff on there obviously picks and you know, here's my plays on at Sam Houston. Here's a pick three, stuff like that. But we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. So uh, it's it's been the la- it's really we've pulled this together pretty quickly. It's it's been since the start of the Rona when Jerry and I came up with the concept and we're gonna launch our own site, and it's just grown from there. So a lot of a uh, lot of cool stuff happening, and you know, I'll be I'll be talking about it a lot soon because we'll be there. But yeah, I'm glad you like it. It's uh. Uh, you know, and now, now my focus is on, you know, closing some advertising deals and things like that. Yeah. So all going well, but, uh, so you got basketball. 
You got the big big bracket game. I am uh I've got baseball too. Oh yeah? Yeah. Jeez, your weekends are all Are you, are you gonna be relieved with I've they're... got baseball for two kids this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. Uh, this is life now, Fred. Where you're going camping? Uh, yeah, I'm heading up camping to, in the RV. Yeah, I'm heading up to Huntsville State Park, where apparently we got the crappiest possible site, and there's a big dog next to us that barks all the time. So my dog's been barking since they got there. So can't wait. Sounds like it's awesome. gonna be a fun weekend. You let that woman drive the RV? Yeah, I'd rather her drive it Ooh. than me. Women aren't allowed to drive where I come from, right, Trey? No, that's not true at all. Oh, women are allowed to drive in Baytown? Yes. Just oh. not in NASCAR. All they're right. just not allowed to read or vote, right? No, they're allowed to do both of those things. Wow. It's not, it's not that wow. bad in Baytown. So. Oh, okay. You guys have come a long way. Yeah, we're progressive. Well, what about shoes? Do they wear shoes now? Not many. Okay. You let them You let them go to school? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, you got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. You got to draw a line. We're not that progressive. <laughs> All right. Let's get the hell out of here. I want to thank Sam Houston Race Park for having us out. Uh, good job, Trey. Great job, Tyler, as always. Uh, great job, AJ, as always. We Thanks, will be Fred. back on Monday. I hope you guys uh, have an awesome weekend. Late Hits with Pete Crate coming up next. Day, birthday, today. This is ESPN 97.5. Fun Sports.